Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to the Awakening Empty Nester podcast. We are so pleased you can join us in today's show. I am Michelle. And I am Mark, your host of this podcast, a show that was designed for you, the Awakening Empty Nester. In this series, we will be bringing you a whole range of inspiring insights, heart-filled stories, and conversations with truly amazing people. People just like you. People who have navigated through their own challenges, lessons, and opportunities. People who have transitioned to living a life of deeper experience, heart-filled contribution, and consistent awakening and growth. Find out how they are all living with what we call a strong ECG life pulse. Let's discover more as we dive into this episode. Whether you're an empty nester or not, we trust you will enjoy today's show. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Awakening Empty Nester podcast. Thank you for joining us today. It's the end of April 2020 and we're recording this podcast with our dear friend, a man who has inspired us for years, Mr. Lawrence Yao. We are honoured to welcome Lawrence who is living in Melbourne, Australia. Lawrence is the founder of Blue Hands, a brand consulting and web design business, which he has been leading for many years. Blue Hands' mission and culture is not only to serve their customers with branding that captures their passion, it is about serving their local community and making a positive impact on people's lives. This contribution is one of Lawrence Yao's biggest passions. Lawrence has served in different leadership positions of various Lions clubs for over 10 years at both club and district levels. He is passionate about youth personal development, inspiring them to become future leaders who are willing to lead and serve the community. Welcome, Lawrence. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's a great honor to be here. And I've known you guys for, for quite a few years now. And um, obviously, we resonate with each other a lot, especially me and Michelle. We share the real, real same passion about youth personal development. And you guys are just like some of the most kindest people I've ever met myself. So I'm honored to be here. Thank you, Lawrence. We are so, so honored to have you. And yes, you're right. The resonance of youth development, of helping our young people to live lives of leadership and to really make a difference in the world. That's, I think, that's a shared passion we do have. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, as you said, Lawrence, we've known each other for a few years now. We were introduced through a common business and one of the things that I do remember is an event that we shared in Melbourne a couple of years ago where we were working together and we did some contribution down there it was a really cool project and your leadership and your support in that was was amazing. Thank you very much for that. No, it, it wasn't me, to be honest. Now that I, I think about it, it's it wasn't me. It was just, you know, something that was happening. It was at that moment, you know, all the people who are so kind and want to serve the community just got together at that right moment and doing the right thing. Yeah, it was everyone's effort. Um, I really, I was really inspired by every single one of them. Yeah. Obviously, Lawrence, you have a passion for giving back, for contributing. You've blended that even into your business, Blue Hands. Tell us how it all started for you. Tell us where that spark of contribution came from. Well, I think it was ever since 
I was young. I, I can't remember, you know, when it started, but I've just always had that passion to just to, you know, give a helping hand to someone. That wasn't the reason why I started a business, to be honest with you. Um, I started a business because I, I just love making things pretty, making things look right and look the right way and really passes on the the founder of the business's passion to you know to their audiences that's what I, I was really passionate about but not until I got involved in lines and then I started realizing um, is there a way to blend in business and and voluntary work and service and, and all that there must be a way and then um, my whole mindset just changed um, instead of always wanting more I guess more fees, more money and, and stuff. You know, I, I still charge for it. You know, it's mm-hmm. a service. But um, but at the same time, I think more about how I can serve the clients a bit more than, than to just get every single penny out of them, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. The, the journey's been amazing because, um, because of the whole mindset change. And I've started, uh, I've started meeting clients who are in the same space thinking space as, as I am mm-hmm. and uh, one of the most amazing recent clients I bumped into they they're designing this whole concept about to me it's a win-win-win situation because the retailer gets their businesses and as a consumer you can go and spend in a retail shop and you get a discount and that discount gets transferred to to a contribution to a designated organization mm-hmm. The basic concept is there and I resonate so much, so much with it. Mm -hmm. And when I started to let go of myself, my ego and stuff, I started connecting with, you know, these amazing people like you guys as well. It's true, isn't it? That we attract what we are. Yeah, absolutely. So the more layers that we peel off us and get back down to, as you said, the kindness and the love and the gratitude and the contribution, we will attract the same in our lives. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The law of attraction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. tell us a bit about your involvement with the Lions Club. That started quite a few years ago. Yep, I started quite a few years ago. I joined because um, at that point in time, my friend for years, he was um, he was about to become the president of the club. So I thought, oh, you know, you know, as a friend, I, I might go and support him. And, you know, along the way, I I get to serve the community as well. It kind of serves two different great purposes. Yeah, and then I joined the club. After a few years, I started a family and then realizing um, the club's still great, but it's the perception of a lot of people out there um, towards the lines as well, um, that it's a retirees sort of uh, service community and people only join after they're retired. But I didn't believe that was the case. And um, being a person who loves you know, pushing boundaries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that there must be a different way where I can involve my kids in lines as well in, mm-hmm. in voluntary work, you know, start them young, um, train them up so that they can become potentially become future leaders. Mm-hmm. And that's how the whole new next gen club concept started. Yeah, so so I started a club with uh, a very very dear friend of mine. Uh, he's he's like a brother to me, uh, Sam. You guys would know Sam as well. Uh, we started talking about it, uh, coming up with the concept on how how we go about doing something that's suitable for the kids. And then we thought, 
okay, you know, what, what are we doing here today? You know, we, we, we're actually um, out in Yarra Glen, the more country areas uh, in Melbourne and Victoria. Mm-hmm. And we were just relaxing. So it was someone's birthday. I can't remember whose birthday it was, but uh, we were just doing a family gathering. And then we thought, why can't we just do something like this, you know, with a, a bit more on the surface side, on the, on the personal development side, so that, you know, kill two birds in one stone. We get to have fun, and at the same time, we get to teach the kids something other than they they would learn from school. If that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, it's been an amazing journey. I've learned a lot along the way as well. At the very beginning, I thought I was inspiring the the kids to do something, but now that when I think about it, I'm actually inspired by them. Mm. It's been like four years, but the journey's been um, quite interesting. Quite interesting. At the very beginning, I didn't know about this, but I had a concept in mind that I see and I want the clubs to go towards that direction, if that makes sense. And then after, you know, maybe two years, I started realizing it's more about my ego. I started doing a lot of spiritual learning, started, you know, reading books like The Power of Now. And and then I realized, you know, I was suffering a lot because at that point in time, I thought, oh, the club's not going to the right direction, mm-hmm. the direction I wanted it to go. But was that the case? After, you know, after learning about all these spiritual stuff, I started realizing why I was upset, why I was I, I was feeling uneasy, why I was, I, was, I was being like that. It was on me. It wasn't... I wasn't doing it for the club, you know, although, you know, partly, yes, it is, but I'm trying to serve my own passion a bit more, right? Mm. So I think, you know, with most of the people, awareness is the first step. Mm-hmm. And, but if you don't practice it, if you don't start improving, it's not going to go anywhere. So what I did was I, I sort of, okay, I'll, I'll forgive myself for, for doing that. Now I realize it's, it's time to change. It's, it's time to make a change. It's time to start really connecting, not just to the, to the people, but really to the universe. Mm-hmm. So I started letting go a lot of things that I wanted to do and try to observe to see, okay, it's interesting. The moment I let go a bit more, you know, magic just started to happen. Mm-hmm the club's starting to, to thrive and then I realize, you know, it's not how much energy you put in there. It's how much, it's how much you let go mm. and, and just take action at the right timing. And the most important thing is, you know, when you do take action, when you do want to do something and you're not emotionally attached to the result, mm. it's a lot more joyful inside and it's a lot more peaceful, even if you don't get your results, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So that's, that's the whole journey I've been through. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. A lot of people go through that journey of jumping into something, deciding to do something, and you may or may not be fully resonant with the actual sole reason why you're doing it. But through that journey, you learn about yourself. And this is true in business. It's true in relationships. It's true in a lot of things. You start to become more attuned to why am I really doing this? Why am I really here? And you start to dig into that soulful, that spiritual aspect. And then you can start to give and serve with love rather than serve out of ego and getting the prize and and getting the recognition. 
as soon as you pull those away, as you said, as you rightly said, and I've experienced that myself, and I'm sure Michelle has as well, as soon as you put yourself aside and serve with love, it's a very, very different feeling yourself and a very different response you get from people around you, the universe and so on. So, yeah, it's a cool journey. Well done. It's oh, it's so true. It's absolutely true. Um, when you serve with love more than uh, a fear, and it's, it's amazing, you know, to see uh, how the kids grow and, um, and all that. And then I realize it's not well done to me, it's well done to to them you know they're the ones who are inspiring me to do do more so within the lions club next gen there's a lot of mentorship as well is it mentorship from the adults and also as you say getting back from the kids do the kids mentor you in at some level as well um at this very moment because the the age uh the age range is quite uh, it's quite big there are kids who are in Three to five, five years old, five six okay, years old. Very okay, very young. Yep. Uh, but majority of them are in the eight to around about ten, um, ten, eleven years old mm-hmm. bracket. So majority of them. So at this very moment, it's still it's still us, uh, the adults, trying to men- mentor them, mm-hmm. sort of like training them in to take up different positions uh, in the future. Uh, Sam came up with this brilliant idea of a mentorship program you know with different different positions like uh, presidents and vice presidents and and treasurer and you know how, how to go about taking up those those positions mm-hmm. it's still us mentoring them but mm-hmm. uh, in the future hopefully you know we can't expect every single one of them would like to you know do do whatever they they are doing it's sort of still like a trial and error mm-hmm. but um you know in the future hopefully you know some of them can become uh, mentor to other kids as well and that that's the plan um let's see how it goes Mm. you know let's see what the universe takes us huh yeah well you're helping your kids have that awareness as you said firstly the first step is awareness isn't it and to be able to be mentored and then themselves know that oh i I could possibly mentor someone else without having that barrier i don't know even know what a mentor is so that's Mm. beautiful what do you feel is the the true value of having a mentor? The true value of having a mentor is perhaps to sort of like to slow me down. Mm-hmm. That's for myself anyway, to slow me down because I, um, when I want to do something, I don't think about, about it too much. Um, my wife, Ivy, she knows me well. <laughs> when I want to do something, I want to do something, I just you know, I just want to go and do it, you know, without, you know, too much planning and stuff. It's similar to this, this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, at the very beginning, you, when you guys asked me to um, invite me along, I thought, oh, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this planning and stuff. But, but after a while, I thought, oh, no, let's see where the universe takes me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it works out well, sometimes it doesn't. It's, um, it's a learning journey. Mm. So, Having a mentor, um, sometimes it's Ivy, sometimes it's my kids, you know, really slows me down and helps me, you know, think, not overthinking, but, you know, think before I I take a certain action. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, you know, sometimes it's important as well. Um, So I feel that I need to strike a balance between, between, I'll just go and do it and Mm -hmm. a bit of planning. So... Mm -hmm. 
yeah, it's it's all it's always been a learning curve for me. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't like all the details and stuff, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting how you've come on the podcast today. For me, anyway, the as you said, this is unplanned. We have you know, we had no idea what questions we were going to ask, which way the conversation would flow. Yet, what you've just said there has struck a chord in me because. <laughs> I'm like you, you know, I'll have an idea and I want it done yesterday. And so, or, you know, I just want to just do, do, do. And then I, once I get bored, that's it. I'm on to the next idea. So I have my mentor oh, here, I, Mark. so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, even yesterday I came out of a meditation and I, I just had all these, these ideas, this vision, and I drew it all out and it's on this long, long piece of paper. And Mark's coming out and looking at it and going... Hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and yes, he. I guess you can say Mark as my mentor slows me down to do what's important right now, and you know, pause and reflect. And okay, so we need to build this block here first before we can have the the, yeah. the, the spy on top of the tower. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, sometimes it's good having a you know a person like Mark. Right, just really slow, slow you down a bit. You know, like, like, like just don't. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. but to, to be to be honest, it can be quite frustrating at times <laughs> when you're slow. <laughs> Mark, you're slow I don't. I don't. I you and I let, can be good friends. Let, let's say it's <laughs> having a having a strong anchor, a strong grounding. With uh, with this sort of relationship, I think it's a good thing to do. We started to read a book called Rocket Fuel. Rocket Fuel. Yeah. If you haven't read it, oh. my friend, uh, pick it up and have a good listen, a good read of it. You can get it on Audible, so you can get it, yes. you know, it, uh, an audio version of it as well as a written. Yeah, it was a real a real awakening for us. We went through the first couple of chapters of it, and there's a questionnaire that you go through as well to determine who you are, what type of a person you are. And, you know, I've done a whole stack of these, but in terms of business and in terms of whether you're a, a visionary or an integrator. And I've always thought okay. or felt myself as more of a visionary, but a bit of an integrator. I knew Michelle was more of a, a visionary, but going through this through this questionnaire, it really spells out where you actually sit, where your strengths are, and particularly running a business, the two of us together, you know, we find that we overlap and we do things and you get frustrated. You know, she'll have her ideas, I'll have my ideas, she'll want to go off in this direction, I want to go off in this direction. And coming together <laughs> is an Why interesting thing sometimes. <laughs> so the ability, coming back to the story, is that um, the ability of having to slow down and look at the direction, know where you want to go, Allow the universe to assist you, to guide yeah. you down that direction. Oh, absolutely, yes. But knowing where your strengths are and where, you know, a relationship, a partnership, business, a relationship, whatever, relying and giving the love, serving with love and honouring both your own strengths but your partner's strengths as well and yeah. coming together I think is, a, is something that has really come to our awakening our mm, um, for the forefront of our mind right now yeah and I can see that in yourself as well you're on that there's a lot of similarities between yourself and Michelle 
yeah. and there's a lot of similar similarity between you and Ivy as well. <laughs> so that's why it sounds so familiar. It's, it's that's why it, it works well. You know, well most of the time anyway, right? I, I think Michelle will, will agree with that. <laughs> but thanks for thanks for sharing that. It's yeah. I'll, uh, I'll I'll look it up. Talking about books, I I have a few books on on my desk that mm-hmm. I wanted to, sh- to share as well. You know that has really helped me. It's um, one of the books I think you guys might know. Yeah. Not sure if you guys would know this book. Yeah. Um, Leaders Eat Last. Uh, it's by Simon Sinek. Right. Um, the author of Start with Why. Start with Why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it talks about how he's he's very passionate about um, leading. The, the younger generation, you know, try to mentor them and, and all that as well. And I resonate with him a lot because mm-hmm. I think that the, the younger generation has been really misunderstood. Mm-hmm. And um, it's the way that we, we've been trying to work with them isn't quite working all that well. So somehow, sometimes it needs to change. And, and this is a great book for whoever's working with, you know, younger generation mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's awesome i will pick up that book thank you for that yeah. and you, you know i mean lawrence part of the inspiration mm-hmm. we have of you is because our business the dream architects it serves empty nesters so people who've had their children the children have left home however i come from a background of i do and i still have a passion for young people i used to be a youth coach and i've moved away from that and that was more of a business move for me coming in collaboration with Mark to serve empty nesters, to serve parents. But the the why, our why for this business, the Dream Architects, is to serve young people, to have that, we talked about just now, to have that mentorship from parents who, some of them, they feel lost because they've lost that role of parenting all of a sudden and they feel they can still give back, they can still um, share their wisdom with, with young people. And... Mm. As many parents may know, it's quite hard to share it with your own child sometimes. <laughs> you, you find that your wisdom is captured by other people who are not your own children. So we want to develop a way of our clients or people who come through the Dream Architects to have the ability, the opportunity to mentor young people. And then eventually for the young people to mentor the older people. And mm. the, the young people I'm talking about here are in the, the teenage to young adults, so 14 to 25-year-old age group, which yeah. I feel a lot of them are lost. And as you said rightly, you know, we've mm. we've lost touch with our young people. They've lost touch with us. And there's a, there's, a, mm. there's a big divide between the values, the beliefs, the programming, and being able to capture what is important on both sides and bring them together to collaborate and make a difference in the world is what our vision is. Mm, oh, that's that's beautiful. Yeah, that's beautiful. Well, I think that's why we we connected. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which is from what I see, Lawrence, is what you're doing is the aim of the Lions, the Lions Club Next Gen. So it's an amazing and very heartwarming program that you're developing so that's obviously you know you know something that resonates with us as well we'd love to have further talks with you as to how oh absolutely uh, how yeah. to yeah bring our vision together I know you might be a part of the puzzle as to how we fit everything together yeah absolutely absolutely yeah <laughs>
as we we always want to connect a bit more and, and try to do a bit more on that side of things. Mm. So great if we can you know yeah have further talks about it and, sure. and stuff like yes, that. Yes, yes. So share with us, Lawrence, if you would, one of the best experiences, one of the one of those experiences that you may have had through your organisation that you can very quickly bring to your mind and go, yeah, this was so good. Best experience. Um, I guess, well, there isn't, you know, one like particular incident, but I think the, the opportunities we were able to create and provide for our kids it's the best thing we've ever done as a club because uh well i think it was like three years ago we went to a huge multiple district uh, a regional sort of forum where you know two three hundred older generation of lions uh, like us and and maybe a bit a bit more senior gather uh, in this forum and share ideas and stuff like that it's been it's been running for for ages i don't know i don't even know how long and all of a sudden, one of our one of our district more senior line he asked us if we want to do a presentation there. I just said, yeah, yeah, of course. But I haven't really thought about you know what what to do yet. And then I, I you know I spoke to Sam and and we thought, okay, why don't we try to get the kids up onto the stage and do a skit, do a, do a presentation, you know, just to see how it goes. You know, there's nothing wrong to to make mistakes. You know. All the time we we try to be perfect, but to us it's not about perfection because it doesn't exist, right? So we thought, okay, let's do it, and without really thinking much, n- not much preparation at all. Mm-hmm. Um, the night before the presentation, um, during dinner, we just talked about, hey, why don't we do this? Why don't we talk about this? And why don't we talk about that? And you know, we, we were just chatting with the kids as well. At that time, they were, I think, eight years old, and Isaac was he was the oldest. He he's like uh, eleven years old. And to my surprise, they, they all went, yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you know, public speaking, as you know, it's something that people wouldn't want to do. They would rather die than, yes. <laughs> than public speaking, right? Yeah. But um, the kids were so, you know, enthusiastic about it. I was, I was quite surprised. So um, we, we went on and, and did the presentation there, did a skit. Oh, everyone just absolutely loved it because they loved seeing kids on stage and, you know, doing all these funny stuff, you know. It doesn't really matter what they said. It was all about their energy and, and, and all that. Mm-hmm. I think that incident really opens up so much more opportunities down the track for us. Like over the past two or three years, we, we've had opportunities to speak in uh, different conventions and all thanks to, you know, that senior line who offered us that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And that really makes me think that oh, when something comes along, just just say yes. Mm, yes. Like Richard Branson said, you know, just say yes and think about how to do it later. <laughs> yes, oh, that's that's beautiful. Have yeah. the children continued to do skits? Yep, yep. Yes. We've been doing um, plays and and all that. Um, uh, we did an anti-bullying show, a stage show. Oh. Um, it's 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 funny. I, I always challenge. I, I got involved as well. I was, I was one of the actors on um, in, in one of the skits. Okay. And yeah, yeah. I, but I, I work with older kids like um, Isaac and this other young lady uh, who's in the same age as Isaac, uh, around about thirteen. Mm-hmm. I always challenge them to, you know, just say something different on on stage and mm-hmm. see how they react. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And um, it's been working well uh, with Isaac. He knows my style, obviously, you know, being my son and, and yeah. all that. But, you know, um, 
other kids, you know, they, they find it, you know, sometimes they find it quite funny. It's sometimes they don't know how to react and I have to do something else and, and all that. It's, right. Yeah. So these are the things that we've been doing and um, yeah, and we will be doing a bit more. We will be challenging ourselves a bit more mm-hmm. just to, you know, test the reaction and stuff. It's, That's awesome. It's, because you're, you're teaching them improvisation, being res- being resourceful in times of uncertainty, which is a big life lesson, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, especially in times like this, right? Adaptation is Definitely. key, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting out of your comfort zone, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I never used to like to speak in front of people, mm. you know, in front of hundreds of people. But, yeah, I don't know it started when I started loving all this stuff. That's a great experience. Cool. It helped you to yeah. grow, helped you to be able to contribute more. Absolutely, absolutely. So what's next for you, Lawrence? What's next for the club? You've got projects coming up that you're working on? Uh, we do have projects, um, you know, every now and then, but because of um, obviously COVID-19, the, the, there's a bit of uncertainty there, but um, we are planning on a few different things. Uh, one of them is a musical. Mm. Yep. <laughs> Are you singing in it? That would be that would be interesting. Um, I, I I actually wanted to be a narrator. You know, I, I want to do something behind the scene, just do a voiceover and stuff. Okay. Um, you know, let someone else to to be on the stage. And you know, although I you know I loved you know being being on stage and doing all this acting and stuff. You know, I realized I want to do something else. Just you, you understand me a lot. Right? I just want to do something else. Yeah, you know, I don't want to different. this. Yeah, something something different. So maybe I'll, I'll do some singing. I don't know, but, you know, um, yeah, so musical is what we've been planning. Maybe on a different theme other than anti-bullying, maybe something else. Um, we don't know at this stage yet, but it'll be interesting. Um, hopefully we'll be able to make our own uh, music and, uh, and all that as well. But uh, before that, we do have plans to put out videos, you know, short videos, just to pass some kind of message along, whether it be uh, anti-bullying or homelessness or, you know, whatever it is. Mm. Uh, we've done a few, but we haven't posted them on, onto our Facebook page yet. Okay. But other than that, we focus on, you know, environment, um, vision and, you know, hunger and, and, you know, things like that. We participate in different projects other organizations um, are doing as well well, we'd yeah. like to have a, a list from you Lawrence and we'll put those in the show notes if any listener is interested in joining or being part of it or just watching observing what you do or, uh, or we'll, even providing some support and yeah, funds or, yeah. or resources in some fashion yeah that's right yeah. So, That'll be amazing thank you so much yeah now our last question Lawrence for you so you've shared with us your spirit of contribution you shared with us how you've created something from your vision you have shared with us the value of mentorship you've shared with us so many different things and a lot of that in recent years has evolved and grown and become so much of your reality because of your own spiritual path because of your own awakening share with us what you feel or how you would define an awakening soul um, at this stage, I feel that an awakening soul doesn't have a definition. Um, I think the, the only focus is, um, like, like Mark has said, it's love and care 
and it's it's really simple. Sometimes we we do、um, try to you know overcomplicate things. We try to overanalyze.、Um, how do we define this? How do we define that? I think you guys went to the、um, Oeno、uh, event、yes. a few years back, right? So、uh, one of the things that I I really That really captured me was、uh, suffering comes from a few things, and one of the things is、uh, rules,、mm-hmm. and and these all these rules and definition and stuff really, to me sometimes is yes,、um, sometimes it's necessary because it, it kind of serves as a guidance、uh, for people, but most of the time is is only what people believe in, and ultimately what it comes down to is is just love and care. If you have love in whatever you do,、mm-hmm. that's the ultimate guide,、mm-hmm. and there's there's really nothing else、no. yeah, to it. And that's how you connect. This is how I feel anyway. That's how you connect with the universe. This is how you connect with people who are who are connected to to the universe. Who we are all intertwined、mm-hmm. into you know one way or the other.、Mm-hmm. That's how I feel anyway.、So. Oh, that's powerful. I love that. Thank you, Lawrence.、Yeah. There's a lot in that. There's a lot in that, isn't there? In, in terms of, we do have so many rules. We're brought up. We are given so many rules by our parents, our society, and so on. And it puts us in a box,、mm-hmm. doesn't it? It it creates this framework of this identity. You become this thing. The and anything outside of that box is outside your comfort zone, and that、mm-hmm. can be really, really scary, or is really, really scary for a lot of people. Imagine a place. We're doing this a lot in our meditations lately. Is imagine a place where there are no rules, where there are infinite possibilities available to you now, rather、mm. than the limitation of possibilities that you have available to you now because of the rules and the values and the beliefs and the things that、mm. that have shaped our life for good reasons and for. Probably not so good reasons, but allowing that to to disappear, to melt away,、mm. and to、Absolutely. have a live in a world where there is infinite possibilities to you right now. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I I, I totally agree with that. And what what I can add onto that is is easy to say, is easy to do when when everything just goes well, everything just goes as planned, everything's it's going to the right direction, but. The times that re- really challenging is when you know nothing's going as planned. It, you know, this this is not going well, and that's going well. How do you embrace it? How do you approach it with love? How do you, how do you even treat someone who who, you know, who just slapped you in the face? You know, with love, and it's it's, yeah, it's it's quite a challenge sometimes. But if you're awakened or you're starting to awake.、Um, It's it's just not hard when you're conscious.、Yeah. I can't say I'm you know I can't say I'm, I'm conscious most of the time because I I do have ego myself as well. But、mm-hmm. I try to be more more conscious. I'll say I'm about you know five ten percent conscious sometimes. But you know I, I'm working towards it. You know try to improve every single day myself as a as a person as a parent. But it's that part of that journey, isn't it, Lawrence? It's that yeah, journey. Yeah, it's why we're here to rediscover ourselves, to open up, to serve with、yeah. love, to What's that beautiful saying in O and O? Causeless joy. You know, I love、yeah. those things. You know, to live in that space, to live in that energy, is a beautiful, beautiful space to be in. You know, you're not. Yeah. You're not 
succumb to you know your challenges the slap in the face the, the whatever it is mm. the challenges that happen if you live in causeless joy if you live in serving love absolutely yeah the world's a way better place yeah yeah beautiful Thank you, Lawrence, for your wisdom, your stories, and for highlighting to us the importance of love and contribution and kindness and care. We are certain that you have awakened the hearts and souls of many of our listeners today as to what is possible, what is possible in the field of infinite possibilities. And when we listen to the call of our heart and allow ourselves to let go and to trust in infinite wisdom around us that is what i feel you have conveyed to our audience today so if there are any listeners out there curious to know more about you and what you do lawrence we will put the links in the show notes yes this is a great honor and opportunity to deliver information and the fact that you have taken half an hour or so out of your day to listen to this podcast we are humbled by that that you made the effort And if you feel awakened by one of our podcasts, please share your experience with us. Reach out and send us an email to podcast at thedreamarchitects.com. You can also join our community on Facebook at Awakening Empty Nesters. Till we return with our next guest, may you be inspired to awaken your spirit of contribution by opening your world to deeper experience, unconditional giving and consistent growth and living with a strong ECG life pulse. It's goodbye from Mark and myself, and thank you again, Lawrence Yao. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This is the Awakening Empty Nester podcast. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoy what you heard today, share with a friend. And if you have not already done so, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach us directly at podcast at thedreamarchitects.com. Looking forward to you joining us on our next show. Thank you for listening.